Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio, the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. We are Armstrong and Getty. Grab our podcast. It's called Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Latest trend in the TikTok. That would be your popular communist Chinese app that's in the pocket of all of our children. One of the new trends is TikTok stars who who film themselves. What's that? What's the term? I what saw do you use tape film. You can another another none of those are accurate. Stream, I guess they stream themselves twenty four seven. 
their apartments have have phones or cameras or whatever rigged up in every room, including the bedroom, multiple angles, in the bathroom over the toilet, so you can see you sitting there, in the kitchen, in the living room, and when they leave their place, they take it with them, they stream 24-7, and according to this article in Wired.com, which is pretty good at this sort of stuff, uh, often they can make from five to $50,000 a week as people tune in watching out of curiosity. Uh, five thousand dollars a week, twenty thousand dollars. That's a pretty pretty good money. Um, so my question, number one question, was going to be: Is anybody watching that? It appears somebody is. So is that basically? I'm just living somebody else's life that I find more appealing than mine. Is that what that You're is? You're just spying on them, waiting to see if something interesting or sexy will happen. Watch me. Is it sexy? Is that what you're hoping for? Conceivably, yeah. She's oh, and they mentioned that this one couple, couple Jetty Jamez and Autumn Rain, they both have jazzy TikTok handles, of course, have been live on TikTok for more than three weeks. In these, in that time spanning more than five hundred hours, nothing much of note seems to have happened in the young couple's apartment, but the number of people watching has skyrocketed. And yes, they absolutely do uh, exploit the fact that she is very pretty. It's Truman Show meets Big Brother meets Brave New World. You know where you can find a pretty girl online? (laughs) Good God. Yeah, but it doesn't have that weird I'm watching a real person in real time thing. I'm not defending it. I'm just trying to understand it. Sounds like you are. (laughs) <laughs> sounds like you're defending it. It sounds like you're defending it like you defended your $50,000 curtains. What? <laughs> it's an endless parade of the entertaining, mundane, and strange. One that allows the viewer to become part of the show for a fleeting moment by leaving a comment or a gift, like they're checking in or dropping a command to a sim character. And yes, they'll make a comment or whatever, and often the people who are the bizarre, please-get-a-life subject of these shows... These, these streams, rather, will respond to the comments or make a video in response to that comment that they, they then put up. And people get off on the fact that their comments spawned a video response, I guess. Parasocial relationships with influencers and celebrities, uh, say researchers. Parasocial relationships. Para meaning, in this case, what? Uh, Tara essentially, (laughs) Charles, the late Charles Krauthammer there. Um, You know, let me uh, tell you what, let's get this right. Um, Define para. Uh, Stop that. I don't want to sign in at all. Google, I hate you. I hate you. (laughs) Um, uh, Defense protection against. To ward off. That's interesting. No, um, what? Like, no, alongside of, beside. So it's it's almost social. It's next to a social relationship. Okay. I was I was going to say para means essentially uh, partial, somewhat. Well, we we may have reached the end of the road of how far you can go with the whole. Uh, online influencer thing where it's just a camera on you, you living your regular life, including all the mundane parts of it. And there are some people 
there are enough people that are going to watch it that you can sell advertising, I guess, and make money off of it. Um, there's a university I saw. It's the first university in the world to offer a degree in influencing, which oftentimes those kind of things are mocked. But I would say based on the fact that there are quite a few people out there making money off of it, kind of makes sense to try to figure out what the uh, what's the appeal or how you go about doing it. Well, yeah, the uh, there are tricks you know, the, to the trade. I've heard people talking. About. I've heard. Uh, oh yeah, um, uh, uh, Mr. Beast talking about. You know, here's some of the keys to being an influencer. Yeah, and and you know, in his case and some others, it's just a very clever entertainment product, and they deserve the success they've gotten. But something like this has a very toxic feel to me. Uh, this researcher I quoted, uh, Zimmer, he's the University of Toronto guy. Um. He says the intimacy of constant live contact content paired with the ability to give gifts and comments and the rest could intensify them. This fake relationship becomes even more potent. I feel in- like we're often commenting on something none of us understand because we're not the kind of people that would do this. And I mean, on the receiving end, we yeah. all we mm-hmm. all have jobs and lives and some relationships and we don't even a lot of us don't even know the millions and millions of people there are around the world that have no friends and really no no life of any kind. And they're right. just alone in a house or an apartment. And that's the crowd for this, I guess. More of the very strange appeal of this in a moment after a quick word from our friends and sponsors at MyPillow. They're having a closeout sale on their percale sheets. Uh, you've heard us talk about the My Slippers, the Giza sheets, the MyPillow 2.0 and more. Their latest big time sale is on the pro- popular percale sheets. Maybe buy these and send these to the people you're watching live their lives in their home 24-7. Yeah, you'll see them laying there on the sheets you provided, and it'll make you feel special. I just made myself sad. And it wouldn't wow. even cost that much to send this gift to them. The queen-size sheets <laughs> regularly retail for eighty nine ninety eight, but they're $35 with the promo code. What is the promo code? Getty, G-E-T-T-Y. Well, not what it says on my piece of paper. So um, You got the wrong damn piece of paper. Michael, get him the right piece of paper. This is the worst commercial ever. So you can decent social commentary, but a terrible so you commercial. Can send, yes? So you can send these sheets to the couple that you're watching twenty four seven, including their duties, and uh, and then they'll, they'll do something for you. I guess. Oh, she's on the toilet. Maybe she's going to bed soon. We'll see her on the sheets. Anyway, these percale sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. They have deep pockets to fit over any mattress. They're extremely durable, machine washable, easy to care for, really good sheets, and you'll save big. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square to get the MyPillow percale sheets for as low as 25 bucks for twins, 35 for queen. Enter the promo code Getty. That's at MyPillow.com. I mean, I don't want to make this the saddest thing ever, but isn't that the missing element a lot of times with these stories is none of us, most of us don't know somebody like the I have a job where nobody ever talks to me and I don't talk to anybody and I go home alone to my apartment and I have no friends and I have no romance and I have no sex. Right. And this is what I do. I go online and do this stuff. We this don't is know the saddest like segment ever. Um, but just uh, one more couple of, well, a couple of more thoughts. 
uh, in Jetty Jamez and Autumn Rain's live stream, they play on their dynamic as a couple, as well as the audience's sexualization of Autumn. They pick out comments and make individual videos replaying to them or read them on the live stream. There's community building in that endless flow of comments, too. People search the various camera angles to find the couple or their cats, chat about things they've seen during the live stream, or say where they're viewing from. Hey, where's Tibby the cat? Oh, he's in the bedroom, I think, behind the hamper. Oh, yeah. I can see him now. We're friends. How about you oh, have your this own? This is sad. How about you have your own cat with your own bedroom <laughs> and bring a friend home and look at it behind the 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 the, the hamper? Oh my! Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. You might not know this, but after we finish our radio show every day, the Armstrong and Getty Show, we keep on going. We do a podcast that you never hear on the air. Might be more in depth analysis of the day's events, uh, our allegedly keen observations of the world around us, or even more of the ridiculous and absurd stories that you crave every weekday. Yeah, we call it Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. It's a podcast that you should subscribe to right now. You can find it on the iHeart app or wherever you download podcasts. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The New York Times, when it does stuff like this, is probably the best publication in the United States. When they send a couple of reporters off and say, you have six months to figure this out and write about it. Because nobody else has that sort of budget. And so when they run garbage, ideological garbage like the 1619 Project and tout it as, as God's own truth, they ruin their capability for what they do well, in my opinion. And it's too bad. But what they did well in this case is a many months long investigation into groundwater and groundwater use in the United States. We have, you know, great lakes worth of water under the ground in the U.S. It's one of the reasons we're one of the agricultural capitals of the world. Uh, well, the bad news is we've been sucking it dry much faster than it can replenish itself because it's replenished through rainwater just soaking slowly through the dirt, mostly. Um, and they're reporting on various regions around the uh, the country. And we are in a very serious situation groundwater-wise. Uh, and they give a bunch of examples of corn yields are way down in, in Kansas because they can't pump as much water out of the ground. You've got uh, collapsing uh, areas in, where, where were they talking about the, uh, the sinkholes and stuff? Uh, in Norfolk, Virginia, officials are pumping treated wastewater into underground rock layers uh, to replenish them because they're dry in Long Island. Depletion of aquifers has allowed saltwater to seep in, threaten the groundwater that remains. Um, we're pumping it out way too fast. Not good. Well, uh, I would assume, uh, having lived on a farm and pumped lots of water myself to grow various things, that people aren't pumping the water out just for shiggles. They're no. doing it because they're growing a crop, and they wouldn't be growing a crop if they couldn't sell it or make a profit from it. So we're going to cut back on the amount of wheat and corn that we eat? Or... It's going to be a very, very interesting adjustment. I need to read the whole thing and dig into it a little bit. Um, I'm not sure what the timeline is exactly that it might reach a crisis level. But, yeah, it's I mean, you can picture 340 million people, not all of whom pump groundwater because it's not necessary in a lot of places, but uh, pumping groundwater for, you know, 100 years or so post-industrial revolution. At some point, we might pump faster than it can replenish. Then we're going to have to do something serious about it. I mean, a, a 
significant adjustment in agriculture, you know, irrigation of all sorts. Wow, that would be, that'd be a hell of an adjustment. Oh, absolutely. And we feed ourselves in in huge swaths of the world. Well, when I was doing it on our 20 acres, and the amount of water you're running is just insane. I mean, people in town cannot wash their car for the next 1,000 years. (laughs) It ain't going to add up to like one night of me watering the entire farm. But um, uh, that was for grass for hay to feed animals, Mm -hmm. which are, you know, meat. So both the meat and the bread and corn and everything like that, it would have a huge impact. Yeah. Uh, There's more to this. A couple of caveats I want to hit that I think are important after a quick word from our friends at Upside.com. Inflation is high. We know. Maybe you're driving an extra mile for lower gas prices, grocery shopping on sale days, uh, because saving money is important. That's why we want to tell you about our new favorite way to save Upside. Yeah, it's quite an app for gas, groceries, dining out. To get started, just download the, download the free Upside app and use the promo code Armstrong, and you'll get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. Then next, you claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Check in at the business, pay as usual with a credit or debit card, debit card, and then you get paid. Does this actually work? Is it complicated? What do you mean check in at a business? Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week, and they've got a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. Yes, it's easy. Yes, you can understand it. Yes, it works. That's a great rating. Uh, So download the free Upside app. Use the promo code Armstrong to get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. That's the promo code Armstrong, and you want to get that Upside app. You know how most kids have the politics of their parents? is believed to be true, right? Uh, yeah, traditionally, that's what people said, yes. Because, like, my kids just do not care about climate change, and I can't, I mean, they're, they're certainly getting the heap and helpings of it at school. I don't talk about it at home, I don't think. Maybe I do more than I realize. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. Um, My kids are big enough that, uh, I don't know. I'd have to think about it, and that'd be a long tangent since I have three kids. Uh, but... The powers that be are trying as hard as they can to separate the kids from the parents sure. ideologically. Because they're worried the parents are telling them the wrong things. I've got some great examples of that coming up later. It's troubling, but it's great. Anyway, back to the uh, groundwater thing. You do have to take a lot of the stuff with a grain of salt because climate activists, or I'm sorry, environmental activists in general tend to be way too enthusiastic about exaggerating to better make their point. And so I'm, I'm taking my fresh water with a grain of salt here, but they're talking about how pumping technology has improved. And so communities can draw water out of the earth much more quickly than in the past. Even if they wanted to, they couldn't. Some wells can pump more than 100,000 gallons a day. Economic growth, urban sprawl have increased the demand for water. Um, uh, American farms help feed other countries where the economy and populations have been growing faster. And declines in rainfall, uh, declines in rivers, etc. Faster evaporation of the rain that does fall as the uh, climate gets a little bit warmer is uh, all combining. So just wanted to put it on your radar screen. It's, it's certainly possible this is going to be a big, big issue. And it's not nearly as fuzzy as the climate change thing in general. Um, because there aren't wildly, you know, fanciful, exaggerated, or just inaccurate claims about, um, 
you know, temperatures and emissions and what we can do to stop it. And, you know, because some of the gestures that states and counties and cities make are idiotic. They're just they're utterly useless. They're merely virtue signaling. On the other hand, we're pumping water way faster than it can be replenished is pretty easy to understand. I'd say the Armstrong and Getty. What in God's name? The hundred on the crazy meter. Well, that bad it Man, that makes my soul bleed. That's insane. It's a little too much talk and talk. Unacceptable. The reality is, is things are getting weird. And they're getting weird fast. Uh, okay. This is the Armstrong and Getty Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So are you a realist? Do you want to know what's going on? Or would you prefer to just say things that sound enlightened so you feel good about yourself? We're certainly in the former camp, and we suspect uh, most of y'all are as well. thought this was excellent. Uh, we've heard from, uh, we'll just call him uh, John Law. There you go. Um, we've heard from John the cop um, multiple times through the years. Uh, he's a very good guy and a, a fine writer as well. 
Uh, he says, um, I've written to you guys before. I thought it was worthwhile since we've been talking about homelessness again recently in the news to bring up my perspective regarding the cause of the homeless crisis. First, a little of my background. I've been a police officer for the past 20 years. Happens to be in the capital of California, Sacramento. But uh, what he describes applies to every municipality in America. I promise you. Uh, He's dealt with the homeless on a near daily basis. He says, when I first started my career, there were a handful of approximately 10 to 15 homeless individuals that I would encounter on a regular basis. These 10 to 15 folks accounted for 99% of my contacts, uh, citations, and arrests from the homeless population. Very rarely did I see any homeless individuals outside of those few people. I can tell you that the increase in the homeless population is a direct result of changes in the law and the lawmakers that helped create these changes. Changes the first... in rent, you mean? Uh, no, rent? no. Again, <coughs> and home prices. Working? No, it's policy. The first such action was the passing of Proposition 47 in California in 2014. This made most drug offenses misdemeanors instead of felonies. Ah, Oregon following in the footsteps of Cal Unicornia. Uh, The direct result of this being, anytime I contacted someone for possession of drugs or drug paraphernalia, they were released with a citation instead of being arrested and taken to jail. This means there was no immediate consequence except having your drugs taken away and you were free to go find more. I will also add that the vast majority of the citations end up leading to a warrant, which results in a citation with a new court date when they are contacted because the individual does not show up at court. Before 2014, you were forced to at least spend the night in jail, which was an immediate and unappealing punishment. In addition to this, Prop 47 reclassified some felonies to misdemeanors, including certain forgeries, commercial burglary, possession of stolen property, theft, and other related crimes under $950. It also created the crime of shoplifting, which is a citable, non-arrestable offense. This means if you were caught shoplifting under $950, that's a lot of product, folks. You will be cited over and over again without consequence. <laughs> and uh, those of uh, those of us who keep going in and paying for everything, how stupid are we? This has caused a lot of businesses to shift to the point of view that shoplifting is now a minor crime and not worth the legal implications of trying to stop a shoplifter. Or for that matter, even contacting the cops. I'm departing here from uh, John's note. but So bear that in mind. Anytime you hear somebody say, you know, thefts are just up X percent. Yeah, people don't bother to report crime anymore because there's no point. Uh, anyway, uh, before Prop 47, if you entered the business establishment to steal, you could be charged with felony burglary. Obviously, not all thefts should be charged as burglary, but it's not even a choice in the criminal justice system anymore. This has reduced the severity of the most common types of crime associated with homelessness, i.e. drugs, theft, and stolen property. This means that the homeless population saw a significant decrease in enforcement for the type of crimes they were committing. And when they were caught, they were only being cited without being arrested. It was now much easier to be homeless and commit the crimes associated with homelessness. Uh, and when you make it easier to do something, you get more of it. Yeah, that, ex- <laughs> that, that, that uh, explains, because that's what I was complaining about a couple of weeks ago. You see all these uh, homeless camps and all the bikes there. Why, mm-hmm. why can't a, a cop just roll up and say, okay, where'd you get the bikes? I bought them. Yeah, let, let's see some receipts or anything for all these bikes. Or if you, it's very easy to get bikes, say, I stole them. I stole that bike right there. You are, Here, turn on your body camera. I stole that bike. Yeah. And the cop will give them a citation, which they will then use to wipe their hind end. Gross. Um, yeah, that's so maddening. Are all the shopping carts obviously stolen? Would you go out and buy a shopping cart? So back to John the cop. 
Uh, the second major change was one that you've spoken of a lot, and that was the Ninth Circuit decision regarding clearing of homeless camps. This, combined with Prop 47 and the liberal solutions offered to combat the increase in homelessness, has led to an explosion of homelessness through lower, lower enforcement, lower penalties when there is enforcement, an increased aid and money to those that are homeless, drawing in more of the homeless to California, while also making it more comfortable for those already here and homeless. I saw a direct correlation between these actions and the sudden increase in homelessness. Those homeless I speak with are well aware of the lack of penalties they will face and are unfazed when they are cited when caught. The only solution is restored penalties for those crimes associated with homelessness while reducing homelessness outreach programs to focus specifically on those that want help, which are no more than 5%. This will reduce the draw for those who want to continue to be homeless while making it much less easy and comfortable for the homeless drug user. As a side note, I have contacted hundreds and hundreds of transients. I can tell you that I cannot think of one in my 20-year career that did not also have a drug problem. Not one. Hope all is well. Stay safe. John, thanks a million for taking the time to write that. Um, You know, I think we can probably safely post that anonymously uh, at the website because I'm sure he's not authorized to speak for his department or blah, 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 blah. Um, There is so much truth there. And there is so much truth that is completely ignored by the homeless industrial complex. Um, and, and for pretty decent reason. Like, uh, I was just reading in the New York Post that the city of New, the city of New York is estimating that they will spend $1.4 billion over the next three years for transients, including the, uh, the so-called migrants who have recently entered the city. $1.4 billion. Never forget, folks, when money is spent, it is received. Somebody's getting that money. And those people are not trying to clean up the streets. So the thing I've thought and said for so many years, and it's just so clearly true, and I don't know how we break through, is that so many people that lean left with their political thinking live with the belief that everybody's doing their best all the time. That, that, that the natural state of humanity for everyone is to just try hard, own a home, work their job, not steal, raise good kids, blah, blah, blah. All the stuff that you're yeah. probably doing. But it's just not true. There are plenty of people, there's a good chunk of humanity, that if they can just be high and lay around and steal from you, they're perfectly happy doing that. Mm-hmm. And there are people who enjoy being predators too. Why would they work when they can punch you in the face and take your stuff? I don't They're understand. not doing that because the because of racism or the system being stacked against them. They think it's a better way to go. And I don't understand why you can't just grasp that there's a certain. And you know, we were doing the math the other day. Even if it's just one percent of people that that want to lay around and behind steal stuff, you know, that's a lot of people in whatever town you're in. And look, they're all over there under the overpass with your kid's bike and their, your local shopping cart that raised the price of everything you buy at the grocery store. And just all the other... Ah, it's so maddening to me. How do you... They're all just victims of our, our the greatest society that's ever been built on planet Earth. They're victims of this. And that's why they're doing that. And I need to give them more money. Screw that. Human beings respond to incentives and disincentives. We've given them many, many incentives to be jobless drug addicts who have no responsibilities. It's as simple as that. 
Are there people who need help and want help, as John the Cop indicated? Yeah, of course. Small percentage. It's a very small percentage. But those should do that. I'm fine with getting them help. I don't, I don't mind a little safety net. But isn't that an interesting mental state that people have? Where you, yeah, it's 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 really interesting looking at the other camp. That you you can't imagine that there are people that don't want to do what you do. Have a job, make a living, have some pride in the fact that you know you're providing for your family. There are plenty of people that don't care about any of that. They just want to be right. high today and they're willing to sleep, you know, under cardboard in the rain for the opportunity to get to do whatever the hell they want without yeah. anybody telling them what to do. Yeah. And on the other side, <clears throat> and I don't know if it's, this is 50-50 or 10-90 or 90-10, but you have two groups. You have people who honestly look at a person like me. I'll speak for myself and say, boy, he's, uh, he's mean and hard-hearted. He's one of those conservatives that doesn't have uh, the milk of human kindness in his dairy section. And uh, that's absurd, of course. But then you have the other uh, percentage, whatever it is, that says, hey... If I can convince people that taxes ought to be high because of these poor unfortunates living in the tent, all they need is a hand up, not a hand out. I will be able to control trillions of dollars and I will be able to gain a tremendous amount of power and wealth for myself. So I will uh, I will convince a certain portion of the population that uh, all we need to do to solve these ills is take some money and uh, hand it out and I will be wealthy and powerful. Yeah. And they exploit the uh, ha- the soft-hearted and soft-headed among us. It's it's a scam as old as time. And if you recognize it, you recognize it immediately, and it's obvious what's happening. But you've got enough of the population that's utterly blind to that reality that you end up with the, the government we have and the politics we have. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today 
at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Place 31, Peter Ducey on Fox News. I tell you what, someone said, you know, uh, that Biden, he's getting old, man. That's why President Biden can't shake speculation, including from an author who just interviewed 300 people in Biden world, that he could bow out of the 2024 election. Based on all your reporting, how much of a surprise will that be to you? I would say it would, it would, be, a small, it would be a surprise to me, but it wouldn't be a total surprise. That's the book we were just talking about. Yeah, indeed. Franklin Foer or Foyer or something like that. Anyway, we'll know his name by the end of the week, I suspect. Mm -hmm. So more and more people speaking out loud about, hey, he might drop out. He's going to drop out. Anyway. I think he's uh, going to drop out of uh, the big dropout. The Jimmy Jimmy Buffett dropout. Oh, boy. I thought this was good. Gerard Baker, uh, writes for the Wall Street Journal generally, uh, the U.S. is the most troubled nation, except for all the others. Obviously, a, a little play on uh, Churchill's famous quote. Europe and Asia have nothing like our success, and that's cause for optimism and worry. And he, uh, he points out, um, actually starts with kind of a funny anecdote. Some distraught young Brit in 1777 said to the great economist Adam Smith, after the British troops had to surrender, this will be the ruin of our nation. Young man, Smith replied, there's a great deal of ruin in a nation. In other words, yeah, this, we got more problems than that. Um, and he talks about some of the, the problems uh, in America, but he says, uh, travel broadens the mind, not only by educating us about other countries, but by teaching us about our own, placing our self-absorption in a global context, helping us to understand that for all our flaws and vices, other countries have trouble too. There's a great deal of ruin in the world right now. And he gets to, uh, he starts with this uh, big conference that happens every year in Italy, sponsored by one of their big think tanks, several Americans like John Thune, Lindsey Graham, Bob Menendez, Senator are over there for it. It's a significant deal. Uh, but one of the opening addresses was about Italy's demographic winter. Last year, the country reported a record low number of births, 400,000 in the entire country. It now registers seven new births and 12 new deaths annually per thousand inhabitants. Deaths outnumber births 12 to 7. Wow. If current birth and death rates continue, the last Italian will be born uh, approximately 95 years from today, and the last Italian on Earth will disappear in 2307. Of course, what's going to happen is Italian culture will mostly disappear, except as a memory and a fun thing. Right. Um, other people will occupy that landmass. Yeah, that's what um, uh, Mark Stein wrote so well about in America Alone is... Yeah, there will be, you know, the Colosseum will be there and the Leaning Tower of Pisa. But none of the culture that is in, you know, humans will exist there because it'll be all replacements from other places. Isn't that Mm -hmm. weird to think about? It is. Yeah. 
but time marches on. Uh, but I like this part. Italy's existential woes aren't even the most alarming in Europe. Germans are notoriously gloomy. It says something about national character when a people have a compound noun, not only for the taking of pleasure in another person's mystery, or misery rather, schadenfreude, but also for a deep world weary melancholy, Weltschmerz. These days, Weltschmerz is winning. Germans I spoke to last weekend resignedly embraced the moniker the sick man of Europe. Wow, that's a heck of a nickname for a country. Their economy is stagnating, having recorded a formal recession this year, painfully high inflation, cyclical problems pale beside the structural. Years of disastrously complacent and ideologically driven environmental policies that left the country dependent on Russian energy and exports to China. Demographic challenges similar to Italy's are creating anxieties about immigration. Once great industries, car making, capital equipment are wasting away. But while the Germans and Italians can be famously morose, no one can hold a candle to the British when it comes to self-loathing. Oh, boy. (laughs) George Orwell once wrote, It is unquestionably true that almost any English intellectual would feel more ashamed of standing to attention during God Save the King than of stealing from a poor box, meaning robbing a charity. Intellectuals more ashamed of patriotism than they are of stealing from a charity. Wow, that is interesting. I hadn't heard that quote. And they go into the... So that's the, where uh, we're headed. That's where we're headed. Yeah. Like, no, nothing could be... Uh, that's kind of gross and weird to be proud of your country. Well, our intelligentsia are already way there. Right. Our, most of our intellectual class. Um, then he goes into the war in Ukraine, hangs over all Europe like a vast cloud, and the general mood is solemn, compounded by the knowledge that Europe's, Europe's dependence on the U.S. to fight its wars is as heavy as ever. But if you think this malaise is limited to Europe, a once great civilization, the process of becoming a museum of a great civilization, wow, is that a good line. I have news for you from Asia, where I spent time earlier in the summer, he writes. China's economic contractions are crushing its economy, and the Communist Party's efforts to conceal the problem only confirms it. Goes into little detail that, what does all this teach us back here in America? It would be complacent to ignore our own problems, because other countries have it worse, of course. The main conclusions I draw are a promise and a warning. The promise lies in the continuing success of America's economic model to the extent that we quit screwing with it, I would point out. But like its counterparts everywhere, China's communist system is failing much faster than our capitalism ever will, partly because our capitalism is so um, adaptable. But as I look at Europe, I fear that so, too, is the energy of our great shared civilization, overwhelmed by demographic self-destruction, atrophied by ideological revisionism, whatever that is, crippled by cultural self-laceration, all of it perpetrated by the elites in most of those countries, whom too many ideologues in our own would like to emulate. Yeah, I think the ideological revisionism is the, you know, we used to be taught that this was all good stuff that we did making mm-hmm. you know western civilization what it is now we're being taught it's all bad stuff it's all evil because it once oppressed some people somewhere even though the entire history of the globe everywhere at every moment has been the oppression of somebody somewhere you get better at it you try to stop doing it you try to pass i don't know bills of rights and civil rights acts and that sort of thing yeah the you, trouble- you preach about human rights around the world inconsistently perhaps but nonetheless at least you try yeah, well, that, that the point of Mark Stein's book, America Alone, what I which I referenced a little bit earlier, was pretty soon it'll just be us. And yeah, that's what I take from that. That is scary. The most economically prosperous and 
peaceful civilization maybe in the history of the world is just going to be us when all these other countries are gone. Well, and the intellectuals of our country and the brave revolutionaries of Antifa or whatever are going to uh, suddenly and, and too late come to the realization of, oh, my God, everything I did, everything I said, even the idiotic things I preached were made possible by Western civilization. Eastern civilization, African civilization, virtually all civilizations got no interest in me shooting off my mouth. And now, you know, as uh, I like to point out, there are many an armchair revolutionary who are advocating radical change. And they're completely confident as to which end of the gun they'll end up at when that revolution is successful. But they're almost always wrong. I need to make that a little shorter and jazzier, but... Yeah, so yes, overthrow the power, and then you end up up against the wall. Hey, what happened? Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. You might not know this, but after we finish our radio show every day, the Armstrong and Getty Show, we keep on going. We do a podcast that you never hear on the air. Might be more in-depth analysis of the day's events, uh, our allegedly keen observations of the world around us, or even more of the ridiculous and absurd stories that you crave every weekday. Yeah, we call it Armstrong and Getty. One more thing, it's a podcast that you should subscribe to right now. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at FisherHomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Finance provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.